Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Glory to God. Woo. All right. Settle yourself. <clears throat> Get ready. Mm. All right, y'all. How everybody doing? Everybody doing all right? Good to see everybody. I'm Pastor Rod. All right. My goodness, my goodness. Y'all, y'all can do a little better than that, man. I mean, come on. I need y'all to have the joy of the Lord. I, mean, I, I need some oil in this place. The demons like the dry place. I need to know who got the oil today. Is it over here? Is the oil over here? See, I'm trying to help you. I'm told you, you should be slipping and sliding out of your seat so much oil. Be standing, be just sitting there. Stiff. Unless your last name is Stiff, like my son-in-law. All right. God is good. The Bible says laughter is like a medicine. First of all, I'm not afraid of you. I'm short, but I ain't afraid. I'm going to preach the word of God. It's going to bring conviction, going to change your life. If you ain't convicted about the word, then it ain't change your life. The word ain't come forth. It should be something in there that you got to say, ooh, I got to correct that. That's me. Oh, I am not. I'm, I'm not committed. Mm. Oh, I'm not faithful. Oh, I'm not loving anybody. Man, what else to loosen up? Man, I, I, y'all know I'm a pastor. I cannot just, you know, turn with me now to the book of John. I've got to make a connection. That's what's wrong. I'm in relationship with you. See, that's what's wrong. We're not in relationship. I'm in relationship with you, baby. I'm in a healthy, healthy. That's right. Look up. Don't look down. Look up right here. I'm in a healthy relationship. I'm trying to make a connection with you. And yell. I'm trying to make a connection with you. That's what we do. We're supposed to. You're designed to connect. Not repel. We're supposed to have love. I told you I'm a pastor. Pastor is a professional friend. I'm a friend. That's my wife talking. Amen. We are one. It should be that way. Yeah, that's right. we, we should even be thinking alike. Right. I'm going to bring it down to you. As the body of Christ, we should still be thinking alike. Yeah. You know, in your own personality, but we should be thinking. It should be something about us that gravitates. Oh, it's supposed to be love that bonds us together. Right. When you love, you can see. Okay. When you love, you mature. All right now. Paul said, when I was a child, I thought I was a child. Yes. I'm full grown now. There should be a hunger and a thirst for the word of God. You are recreated now. You, now you live by righteousness. You live on the word of God. Jesus said, come and learn of me. So that's what we're doing today. Oh, we're the church. I told y'all on Friday night. That we're not doing church. You're not coming to church. You're the church. <laughs> See, we make church, we even do that, make it a cliche. Them church people. But church simply means the called out ones. Called out from where? Mm, some of y'all still friend of the world up in here. Y'all friend of the world? He said, if you're a friend of the world, you're what? Enemy of mine. Hmm. 
I don't know. Your countenance would be different. You, you come into the house of God, it's the place to the gathering. I'm going with people of light, precious faith like me. Somebody understands. They, they, listen, they don't even got to know me, but they understand because I'm a believer what I go through. I picked up my cross. That means that my life is going to reflect Christ's life now. It's just not, you know, buttercups and cupcakes and Skittles and all that. It's not that. It's as many of the afflictions of the righteous. And when these trials and testings come upon you, but you've been running around the church. Say that, Pastor. But the word hadn't taken any root in you. Okay. We got churches running around, everybody just running up and down the house, speaking in tongues, don't love nobody. It was show. That's why we've been teaching on relationship, friendship. If your home is divided, then when you come to church, we're divided. Because you didn't come together once you got here. If you're divided, you and your wife and your children are divided at home. When you come here, you are divided. All right, this pastor now, we in here. This is why we're teaching on relationships. The issue with the whole body of Christ is that we truly, for real, are operating in our love and not God's love. Because God's love takes no account of the suffered wrong. But you do. <laughs> it bears up on the, every circumstance and every situation. But we don't. Love never fades away. It never fails. But we do. So it must be that we're operating in our love, our limited love. Because with God's love, there's no boundaries. It's not finite. It endures forever. Not ours. Not ours. We have, we, what we do, this is what's wrong. This is how our relationship, y'all know, this is married couples, I'm telling you. This is what, this is the real issue. This is God's, oh. okay, got to stop playing church. Be the church because you are the church. What we got to understand is that we are doing the will of God. I'm not doing church. I'm the church. I'm doing the will of God. And to love you is the will of God. Oh. See, everybody get it all mixed up. You're church. You're the church. Them church people. This and that. No. Yeah, I'm the church. I'm the called out ones. But what I do is the will of God. Everything I do, while I'm here, is the will of God. What I got up this morning is the will of God. Why you came here today is the will of God. Yes. See, church is just messed. I, how can I say this? Religious and religion has messed us up. We're supposed to have many relationships, but we don't know how to connect. We let our past dictate to us our present. We haven't learned how to live above our hurts. 
That's called victory. We haven't. The, the, the saints ain't living in victory. Because as soon as somebody say something or don't say something to you, you get mad and upset. Offended. See how we, it's like the word is simple. It's simplistic in its nature. Once you truly are born again. The hard part is that you're not born again trying to do the word. You can't. You can't mix. Okay. The two of that. You can't do it. I'm going to get to the word. I'm going to get there. I'm in there. Okay. I told y'all. Pastor got the, you know, just, he got the, he wasn't the average. We got new people here. I got to come through and check the atmosphere and find out what the Holy Spirit wants to say. How y'all doing? Y'all look good together. How y'all doing? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. You got to come through. People just, you know, come in and just go. How you doing, man? Good to see you. You just come through and, you know, come in and get a word and leave. There's no change. There haven't been any confrontation. There needs to be a confrontation. Light and darkness cannot coexist. <laughs> and we act like we don't see the darkness. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I told you, check the demon at the door. He's not welcome. Nor do I counsel demons. I cast them out. That's what you're supposed to do. Quit playing. See, oh, man, everybody want all nine gifts. If you just, Paul said, I'll show you a more excellent way. It's that you love. I'll show you a more excellent way. You won't need all those gifts. You'll just need to love because love never fails. <laughs> See, and there I told you, everybody teaching faith, faith, faith. No, 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 you're supposed to teach love. You know why? Because your faith works by love. So love should be the primary thing that you should hear. Yeah. Go to the book. You know where I'm going. That's right. Before we go anywhere else, this is where we got to get. I got to get this down. Told you. This is what we're going to open up. This is how air church will open up their scripture. Right here. We're going to get there. Come on. Make sure everybody can see it. Y'all look up. The screen's up there. Ready? Oh. The Bible says a prudent man prepares. <laughs> he sees danger and he prepares. Proverbs chapter 12, there you go. verse 1. <laughs> this is in the New Living Translation. It so reads, to learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid. To hate correction. That's just music in my ear. I mean, come on, Faith, come by hearing and hearing by the word. We got to do this one more time because I think there's some folks that didn't quite get that. To learn. Stop. Now you know. What follows behind that? Comma means what? Pause. Before we go on to the next thought. Pause. Okay. Now he just said to learn. So you got to get your mindset to learn. Just stop for a minute. I'm about to learn something. Jesus said, come and learn of me. Yeah. He, he didn't say come and learn of the, of the ritual. He said, come and learn of me, who I am. I am the word. So come and learn my word. 
Okay? He's divinity and humanity. He's divine. So what he's talking about, he is the word. Everybody, he's the incarnated word. He's the word wrapped in flesh. If you spoke your words and wrapped it in flesh, that would be your word. That would be you. Because it's your word. And Jesus is the word of God. This is why he's one. This is why you shouldn't be toying with the d- divinity of God. Jesus is his word. Wasn't nothing created without his word. And God said, let there be. That's his word. Jesus is the word. Yeshua is his word. God's word. Y'all got it? I don't know. He's the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. I just told he's his word. And God is a spirit. So there you go. All three right there. What the problem is, is that you don't. Believe it. He's made it plain and clear. You did not create yourself. You were created by the word of God. Not nothing was created that exists. Was not nothing made without the word. Why are you struggling with that still? See, you let you, you can't come to God with your intellect. You can't come to God with your secular reading and knowledge. You got to come to him with, listen, a broken, contrite spirit, ready to receive the word of God. See, this is me me adding in too much stuff. You're making it too hard. Just told you, God, who Jesus is. Just told you that. His word. You ain't had to go to the Internet, click nothing. Okay. (laughs) See, this is another thing. When. Oh, thank you, uh, Providence, while she's up here praying, because you got to hear what she's saying. And you got to see why my grandbaby is there. She's five years old. What you esteem flows through you. So she's in the prophetic, so it's dripping down on her. I want her in close proximity of the anointing. Now, if she was up here spinning around, acting crazy, I'll sit her down. She ain't doing that. And she has the gift already in her. And many of you have been a witness to it. Janae come to you be like, man, I don't know. Make sure I'm right. Because she see. She ain't like us. She don't have that blocker and that knower that we know everything. She's open. The spirit of God. So that's why as a parent, you got to be you got to be prayerful because she's open now. Now the enemy will love to distort her, too. Your kids having all these night terrors and everything because the prophetic is on them and they know they're going to stop them. If I can stop them in their dreams, then they won't be able to go forth in their call. No, you want to go see the psychiatrist. What you need is the Holy Spirit. What's wrong? He can't sleep. Put that word and anoint that child in his room or her room. Take dominion over the atmosphere in your home by you living right. See, we won't train them up in the way to go because we don't know the way to go. You can't possibly output something into them that's not been inputted into you. Or should I say imputed. And that's the thing with families. We don't do this while I'm talking about families. You want to talk about the church? You start at home. Because that's the church. Then you got to bring it in order with the men. Uh Uh-oh. 
because most everybody issue is a father. Most everybody issue is a father. You know, God's design. You know, Satan's design to remove him out of the home. Now make you wear the pants. See, God. We, 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 the church is, just, I gotta, we got to wake up for real. Yeah, I know I could go somewhere with that one. Wake up. Everybody's talking about, no, it's an old one. I'm woke, I'm woke, I'm woke. I mean, we got, no, you're not. You sleep. The Bible said, oh, slumber, wake up. The church is asleep. The church is asleep. You know, that little demon that come in here and put you to sleep after about 20 minutes. that way stand up that's a demonic attack you know but you can stay up all night playing your games and you can stay at the club all you won't get sleepy just fall asleep at the bar no you don't unless you're drunk no you didn't no you didn't so when you come to church you out mm-hmm. at work same thing mm-hmm. no no because when i was in the club i went to the club got home at 4 35 i had to be work at eight that was my routine. I was. Six days a week. So I know what it is to be disciplined. I know what it is to do what I'm doing on the regular without whining. I won't whine and then. Why am I coming to the kingdom now when I'm called to serve, I whine. I don't want to produce. Get mad till you come. To church. I shouldn't have to. Why you get mad? See, I told you because we don't know the purpose. When you don't know the purpose of a thing, you'll abuse it. When you don't know the purpose of a thing, you will abuse it. It's like husband and wife. They don't know the purpose of a real marriage. That's why they're abusing each other. Okay. Father issue. Father issue. Character. I was going to take, can I just take my time? All right. And if you heard something before, it's good. You need to hear it again. Because you, okay. You like that man in the mirror. As soon as you leave, no word. And we don't have no spiritual stamina. What's up with that, y'all? Talk about it. The presence of God. See, you're waiting for it to be in here. It should be in you. You bring the presence of God. You do. Now, when we come together corporately. Now, there's a corporate anointing. That's why I say gather them. Call a solemn assembly. We, I don't feel. I'm looking all around. That's the problem. Your contact, your relationship should be vertical. Not looking all around you. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. I want to talk about some things today. I want to talk about relationships. I have, we have to finish this. What my fourth, fifth part on relationships? We, and we still ain't got it. We're still struggling. We're still struggling with friendship. Hmm. What's the problem? It's hard to. 
connect with people when you don't know who you are. It's hard to connect with people when you don't know who you are. And I told you, we were designed to connect. The enemy knows this. That's why he sent that little boy to you early. Mm-hmm. See, and that's wrong because his image is wrong or who he is. Mm-hmm. That's right, son. Go ahead. Get all the women you can. But then tell the daughter, don't you? You better not. But you're telling him to go with somebody else's daughter. Look at that. Look at that. I know what I'm talking about. That's the kind of house I grew up in. Okay. Kill the boy coming to the house, but send you out. It's all right. That's my boy. Dumb. Generational curse. Iniquity. I'm just saying, this is the problem. This is what's wrong with a lot of our young men. They don't have a real image. They don't have a real example before them. And I told you that word example, when you do your proper esegetic study on it, it means to strike a blow. An example strikes a blow so hard, it leaves an imprint of my character on you. So that's what a father's supposed to do with his son, that he only wants to walk in his father's footsteps. Nobody else, not Mike. Not nobody else except his father. But the father can't be found. Well, who steps is before? We ain't got nobody else in the tribe to help him out. See how we suffer? This is, this is what happened. We keep blaming everything. He said the iniquity of the father. Mm. I told you, three and four generations. It's down. I told you, that's how he has legal interest. It can't come into you illegally. He's in the earth illegal, but he can come into you as soon as you invite him in. Has legal entrance through the bloodline. When that iniquity, he see that scripture and the enemy know the scripture. Now I can get in now through the bloodline. That's why you need to know what's on your bloodline. You know, the secrets of the family. Oh, I'm just. (laughs) Some of us just been victims of that secret. I told y'all in intercessory prayer, it's, it's not that, you know, a, a believer is possessed, but he can be oppressed. And what these enemies do is they attach themselves to you. They don't have to be in you. They can just be attached to your head and whisper in your ear. And that's how they do. But you're going to have to believe that this is how it works. They, they come in soon as you get traumatized, fear. Now, that attachment is torment from birth. Okay. See, we, we come in, we, we, the Bible said we're not to be ignorant of his tricks and devices. Well, if the Bible said I ain't, that means I can. And if you don't know how he got in, you won't know how to keep him out. Paul said, let a man examine himself. Well, when I examine myself, I'm going to examine everybody in my lineage. We won't do this. We won't do this. Everybody won't play all this stuff. Everybody run around the church and nobody's teaching. Nobody's teaching the word of God. Everybody won't preach. That just make you feel good. That's good for your soul. But there's no application. 
bunch of hooking and bucking. No, Jesus, no, Jesus didn't teach that. That's man-made. That's man-made. Thank you. I like that bass. All right. That's man-made. And then the church don't know what's man-made and what's of God. It's called an amalgamation. A blending. You, you become a believer. Christianity is not a Western faith. It is from the East. But we make it like it's us. Shouting and all. That, that ain't the, that's not what he's talking about. I'm still waiting to read, touch your neighbor. I don't see, I ain't seen that yet. See, all these little cliches, it's cute. No meaning. We do a lot of things in church that has no biblical, you know, orientation. It doesn't come. You need to know the root of why you do what you do. Other than that, he said, let no man deceive you. You'll be easily deceived because my mama did it, they did it, and they go on and on and on. That don't make it right. My mother was Jehovah's Witness. That won't right. That's how I grew up. Then I dabbled with everything else. Mm-hmm. New age. Where do y'all want to go? Huh? I dabbled with all of it. Islam, everything. I done been all in this stuff. Witchcraft. What? What you want to know? Hmm? Astro projection. All this stuff. Remote viewing. Done all this stuff. So when I come to the truth, you're going to get the truth because I know what the truth is. Go ahead. Go ahead. See, that's the problem. A lot of us just been born in this thing and we don't know nothing. There's no real relationship. There's no intimacy. Listen, I'm going to go. It's so much. Oh, my goodness. I'm just trying to help us recorrect all this erroneous teaching and stuff that we allowed in our spirits about what God expects. No real teaching. Just tradition. Jesus said tradition will kill you. That's right. Instead of you knowing the word of God. This is, listen, this is a relationship. It's intimate. We don't know what intimacy is. We, we think it's sex. We enter into every relationship wrong. I told y'all that. We enter in our relationship physically first. And it's supposed to be intellectual, spiritual. That's how we first decide who do I go to. No, you oh, they got a, everything changed. They got a six pack. That's going to change in about five years. <laughs> you can't fall in love with that. Well, and it's temporary. See, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem. We fall in love. And you're supposed to be growing in love. So that's the problem. We fall in love and fall out. But you're supposed to grow in love. That's what he said in his word. Growing out of love. And then love is not complete until it's shared. That's called rakim. It's not complete. My love is not complete until I share it with you. God so loved the word, the world that he gave, shared his word. See, this is what we don't do. Come to church. It's just because I got a big, huge ministry. That don't mean nothing. Give me 12 in the cleft of the rock who believe. Just give me that. Give me 12 people who actually believe. Change the nation. 
Oh, everybody think you got to have some big church. I don't want, church ain't growing. Church is just planting people from one place to another. It's an exchange. Growth is when you take somebody who was an alcoholic, who was a prostitute. Who, listen, okay. Mm-mm. And you bring them into the kingdom and their life change. That's growth. Now we just exchanging people from place to place. Because you didn't like what was said over there instead of being sent. The problem is you don't know who your pastor is. He didn't never tell you I'm going to give you a denomination because your mama go there. That's where you're supposed to go. He said this. I will give you shepherds, pastors after my own heart. Not your pocketbook, not your purse, not your tie. He said after my heart. That's how you know who you pa- God's going to send you to a place where you don't want to be. No, you pick a place where you just feel comfortable at. No growth, no expectation, no growth. You no change. You need to be a place where somebody's going to pull out of you. Your purpose. Got a lot of, got a lot of pastors, but no shepherds. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. Shepherd know what you need to eat. He knows where danger is. You don't have to do that. He said, my sheep know my voice. And another, they won't go see everybody. And then everybody who is a pastor ain't a pastor. You can't be hurt pastoring. You can't be unforgiving pastoring. You can't be unloving pastoring. I know what I'm talking about because I talk to a lot of pastors in the same situation. You can't be prideful. Make your calling your leg sure. Because people's lives are going to be affected. Because you don't know your purpose. You don't know your call. It's going to hurt people. You can see it throughout the body of Christ. But we got faith. Release your faith. Release, come on, let's touch it. Release your faith for that house or that car. Come on. Sow a seed. You've been taught wrong on, on reaping. I told you I'm sowing and reaping. I told you that. You read that scripture, he won't talk about things. See, but you miss the scripture. He said, I've given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. They're already, I've already given them. I got things fenced in, hide, hidden from you until the appointed time. You just can't find the right person to get to you. He said, I'll give you men for the people for the life. See, you're not seeking the person relationships. I tell you, you miss a lot of relationships because you won't smile at people. Because our character is wrong. Oh, man. See, it's like I, you got to go through. Oh, I'm going through all this is to get us to really see ourselves. And we don't want to see ourselves. The Bible said, let no man deceive you, including yourself. Self-deception. Self-deception is the worst kind of deception. Oh, man. You're supposed to come in here with an intention, an intent to grow. An intent to be healed. Right. 
I'm healed on purpose. Dang, where she at? Hold, hold Athena up. Let her stand in the chair. She can do it. She sleep. Okay. When y'all walk by, you'll see Athena there. You'll see her there. Stage four cancer. Had. Prayed, travailed for a year. She died three times on the table. See, it won't for her. It was for you to believe God. She ain't going to never talk. She talking back. I told her, she can't testify in her own words yet, but I will. Every chance I get. You need to hear this. My wife's sister. Brain tumor. Pray, travail. Alcoholic. Now, how are you going to take your treatment and your alcoholic? Properly pray for her. Take the taste out of her mouth. Well, all of it happened. The taste and the tumor gone. See, he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. The problem is you don't believe. Now you want to go to the next conference. And the signs are supposed to be following you. You know what? But we done commercialized the anointing so much. Merchandise is so much. Now when it's time to see the real thing, nobody is excited. Nobody's expecting God to move in them areas. Well, I do. I touched somebody that couldn't see and they can see and couldn't walk. See, this is the thing. He said, he said, you, he said, for you to go out in my name, not my name, not my name, but his name. That's the problem. You're going out in your name. Man, ain't nobody want to know the anointing costs you something. Nobody's willing to pay the price. Coming hard. He's coming hard at us. And the church just can't see. Said we're blind. We're, we're lazy. We have it all. And the one thing that you're missing, you haven't returned back to your first love. You can't return to something you never was. Maybe you never love him. See, everybody want things. Everybody want God to do things. Do this and do that. He's a genie in the box. Do this, do that. And you won't serve him. Unconditionally. You serve him the way you want to serve him. You worship him the way you want to worship him. He plain, plainly shows you how to worship him. Lift your hands. Shout with a loud voice. Stomp your feet. He tells us how to worship him. But we won't because we still do it our way. You do it the way you've been traditionally taught. Mm. Man. Y'all all right? <laughs> y'all sure? We need to read this scripture again? Do I need to take it down now? Okay. All right. Too much sickness in the body of Christ. Physical, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. I mean, everybody won't come to church and they want to feel good. And I, 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 a good whooping, boy, you, it's good. You get to sleep good. Mm, ain't nothing like that sleep. Nothing like that sleep. Maybe this generation ain't been whooped like that so they don't know. Mm. You had to go get your own rod of correction. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You touch your kid now, they got they calling the cops on you. Man, that would have never that would have never happened in my house. You wouldn't even touch the phone. We ain't gotta worry about you calling nobody. That's another thing that he seeks to change the times and what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong now in the word and, and the body of Christ won't stand up. They want to assimilate, they want to be the world, they want the world to accept them. Like we can, I can't. It's hard to find. Where can I find a real Holy Spirit filled church? People who really stand for what's right, justice. See, I told y'all he didn't tell y'all to march. He told you to pray. All right, man, young people. Mm-hmm. Be careful when you go to college. Because it's designed to change your morals. It's, designed, it's, it's now you're not no longer under the care of your parents. So now it's designed to pull you away. Let you be an independent thinker. Mm-hmm. You know that sin you couldn't do at home now, you in college, you do it. See, all right, all right, all right. See, I got to talk to you. This is where he come and change your philosophy about God and life. It's designed for that. And I told you entertainment is not entertainment, it's containment. So it gets you to do all the things that you couldn't do with the right supervision. So now you do everything. Go ahead. You can fill in the blank. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's designed to change you all right. Now, when your parents were training you the right way, it said train them in the way that they should go, which implies you know the way they go, parents. For me and my house, we worship the Lord. If you break the threshold of that door, you in my house. <laughs> and we worship God. Okay, my 17-year-old son, he had another idea. So he left at 17. Incomplete. The way of the transgressor is hard. Yeah. So when you're a rebellious child you, and no one is corrected, you become a rebellious adult. And Jesus learned, he said, obedience. You minister, you might be grown, but you're still a boy. Because as soon as I take something away from you, you get mad and upset. As soon as I direct you to go a certain path, you get mad at that. That's a boy. That's, right. That's not a man. Mm-hmm. This is my life. I can live it the way I want. You sure can. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. There's light, there's dark. Which one you going to choose? Hmm? 
And what you got to be careful is once you have experienced the light and you go back into darkness, it's going to be harder for you to get back to the light. Do y'all hear me back there? It's going to be harder for you to get back to the light. Unless you got somebody in your corner, a good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me go in here. I wanted to do a little bit here. Let me see here. We got some stuff. Don't worry. I got you. Y'all awake? Y'all not going to sleep? Anybody need any water? You got something in the back? Cut the AC on. It's on. I want it cool. All right. I don't want nobody to get too warm. They go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. What do I want to say here? Just wanna just wanna give you a little something real quick before I get into the actual teaching. Got to make sure some things some things you understand. Amen? Amen. All right, character is necessary. All right, character is really image. Okay, G. Adam and Eve were created in the image of God, in their likeness, His character. Talk to y'all about before about um, what happens with a lot of us is temptation. Hello? Yeah. If you got flesh, yeah, I'm talking right to you. Yeah. I ain't missed the mark on that one. Uh, I'm hitting you right on the head right there with flesh. Because your flesh will be tempted. Yeah. All right. All right. God don't tempt. God tests. Okay. Because there's no darkness in him. Okay, choose this day who you're going to serve. A lot of times you'll think, well, you know what? The only way that your character can be really seen is when you're tempted. True. The true character being when you're tempted. Hmm. Yeah. Only way to test your character is through the temptation. Y'all remember Jesus? Yeah. And he was tempted. Test his character. Right? Temptation is not a negative word in its essence. <laughs> to tempt or temper means to test for weakness. That's what it means, to test for weakness. That's what Hasatan was trying to do, Satan, with Jesus in the wilderness. Test for his weakness. I get his physical body now. Look, at he's been here 40 days. He ain't ate or drink. Let's tempt him with some bread. Who wouldn't go after that? Mm. If your character won't write, mm. you will never have a time in your life and you will not be tempted. Amen? Amen. So please get over it. <clears throat> Temptation is always there to monitor your character. 
Temptation is always there to monitor your character, mm, your image. Who image do you have? <laughs> There's only two images, God and Satan. Two images. Two trees. <laughs> Look at that. See, once you see it, you see it everywhere. <clears throat> Your character is only as strong as the temptation. <laughs> Your character is as strong as the temptation. Oh, my goodness. That's a good one right there. That one just marinate. Your character. Is only as strong as your temptation that caused you to fall. Mm. Hey, Keisha. <laughs> Satan can only tempt you with only that which is already in you. I mean, that ain't temptation. Go ahead, y'all. Think about it. Think about your last temptation. <laughs> he can only come for what's in you. Okay. You know what Eve, you know, told if you do this, you know, you'll be like God. She was already like God. So he can only tempt her with that. Okay. Right? Makes sense, don't it? All right, all right, okay. most of us, our greatest danger is our ignorance, lack of knowledge. That's our greatest. That's what he uses against us. He uses ignorance, not intellect. I said ignorance, knowledge of knowing. <laughs> you got to be careful with words we use sometimes, too. Sometimes we use words we don't, we don't even know what we're saying. You know, like sometimes when you say, you know, somebody talking to you, say, yada, 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 whatever, right? Right? Haven't y'all said that? You know, you feel that in? Be careful. You just got to know sometimes what words that you use. You know, in the Hebrew, you know, that, that means to know. Yeah, you're just saying yada, yada, yada. It means to know, yada. What it means, you know. It means to know someone sexually. So you just saying yada yada yada. Y'all ready? I'm just trying to give you some things, some words that we be saying sometimes. You need to know. I told you a lot of times we have self-imposed curses because it's words that we speak. The Bible said, "Be slow to speak." You're gonna be judged out of every idle word that you spoke out of your mouth. You be careful. Don't just be saying everything. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it has a lot of means, but it has that meaning, too. Just letting you know. To know. And Adam knew his wife. Okay. All right. Just letting you know. Just a few little things. This how you know you believe. Satan tests you on whether you believe. 
If you didn't, he never came to you. But once you say you believe, he's going to come to you in that area. Once you have believed. He's going to come to see, do you believe? So then he put doubt. Doubt separates you. That's his whole job is to separate you. I mean, this is like ABC. This is how he get us. This is why I'm telling you, you got to be in the word. You got to pray. These are things. Worship, you got to pray. All these things sustain you. From the onslaught of the enemy. See, it's like church. We don't have no idea how to do warfare. We're in a war, but we have no idea where the enemy, where he's coming from, where the, where the, where the ammo, where, where the firing coming from. That's why we fire on each other. Friendly fire. We, we don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how to use your weapon. You know? I was watching these Arab women, and they were blindfolded. And they had these AKs and 16, and they were disarming them, blindfold. Put them back together. They knew their weapon. They knew their weapon. They didn't have to have eyes to see. They knew where everything belonged. We, we, we don't need to know how to love each other. That's why we're firing on each other, and don't nobody get mad at church, and everybody just, you know, all this stuff. Y'all following me, right? See there? We don't know how the engagement, we don't know the laws of engagement when it comes to warfare. This involved the children too, because you are in it. Okay. Mm. See how we're ignorant? He said, he said, don't be ignorant of his tricks, schemes, and devices. You are not, you are to be aware. You have to be aware of what's going on in the world that you live in. Talk to Christians. They don't know what the super collider is. The hedron collider. We, as believers, we don't even know what that is. But I'm going to show you where it is. It's in the Bible. This is the biggest most expensive mechanical machine ever born in the history of humanity. And the church is ignorant of it. And then you go in the book of Revelation, he talks about the key being open. And that's what this thing is. It's a key. It opens. And the Bible says when it's going to open yeah. this, 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 this part of the universe, it's going to open. And what's going to come out? A bat in it. What's going to come out of the pit? And that's the pit that we don't, we, church don't know nothing about it. We sleep. We're running around getting new cars and houses. Don't love nobody. We don't know what time, what season prophetically where we are on the timetable. Third temple? What the third temple? What third temple? What? No, we don't need one, but they do. Let no man deceive you. 
Satan and his demons have been disguised as angels of light. Where are they at? I told you, an angel, don't, he has a body. A demon don't. That's why it needs you. They love the dry places. That's why you need the oil of joy in you. That's why you need to be sealed with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Just take, uh, you know, uh, scriptures and make cliches out of them. Great is he that's he that's in the world. Great is he that's in me that he that's in the world. He's not in you. Which one? I want to know which one is in you. Because your life don't reflect, your character don't reflect the greater one. Okay. You keep playing, you are deceived. All right. This is not even the lesson, but it's good, though, ain't it? We're going to get there. You always got to lay down the foundation. And I can't, it's not about that I got like 15 sheets, to, pages to write. It's not that. It's that I want to give you what God has said, given to you at this moment. Doesn't matter if I stayed up to two right working. I don't care. I need to give what you need to hear today. All right. All right. Here we go. And the only way you can do that is your yielded vessel because it's not about me. What I got to say. Ain't nothing. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. It's through prayer that he comes. Not by my teaching. Not by my, 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 my praising and my worship. He don't come that way. He come through prayer. Okay. All right. That's how he comes. How, 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 do you, how do we pray? Pray like this. He didn't say pray that prayer. He said pray like this. In this manner. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. I told you, you're doing the will of God, not the church. You're doing the will of God. That's how he comes. Woo! My God. Just take scripture and just tear it up. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think I think y'all got that, right? Okay. Can we can I keep can I move on now? If the Holy Spirit allow. I don't have no program written down. How you have a program? You come to church, you got a program all written down. You know why you do that? Because you want to get out. You don't have to rain on the Holy Spirit. Tradition does, though. Tradition does. All right. Since we're in Proverbs, let's go to Proverbs 12, 26. This is Proverbs chapter 12 at verse 26. Mm -hmm. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. To help you select your friends. Okay. There are like four categories of friends. Yeah. You got your acquaintance. 
Then you move to your casual friendship. Yeah. Then you move to your close friend. And then you move to the ultimate. Intimate friend. If you follow these rules, you will have the perfect marriage. <laughs> I really want you to know. Go to, since we're in Proverbs, I'm going to give you scriptures up front. Okay? Go to Proverbs 18.24. Yeah, stay right there in the New Living, just for a minute. Proverbs chapter 18 at verse 24. Yes. There are friends who destroy each other. Hold on. Hold on. She got it. You see, the, you see what's in quotations, right? Minister, you are the linguist. Come on. Quotation marks are used to emphasize the word. Pay attention to the punctuality, okay? Stop reading so fast. Slow down. Okay? All right. The original text didn't have, you know, punctuality like this. But for our sake, we need it. You know why? Because histor- this is how they talk. This is how they, this is how they did it in their culture. That's not your culture. I'm trying to integrate it into you, though. So you read this and you can get you a complete Jewish Bible. Helped you with the names and how they spoke. Jesus is a translation. They didn't walk around saying Jesus. In the Hebrew, his name is Yeshua. Yeshua means salvation. So when you're saying Jesus, you're saying salvation. When you're calling on Jesus, he said salvation. When you're touching the demon out, it's in my name, in salvation is what you're saying. See, we get, we all mixed up in who he is. Just like I told you, the same thing when you see Hanukkah. Oh, that's Jewish. No, Hanukkah means what? Dedication. So every time you see dedication, the word in the Hebrew is Hanukkah. It's dedication. It's not the Jewish people. The feasts aren't for the Jew. He said, these are my feasts. Keep them. They're my feasts. They're not the Jewish people. They're my feasts. So this is, why we, this is why we miss everything that we're supposed to. There's a point of time for you to have your harvest. You won't bring your first fruits, but go ahead. You've been taught wrong on that too. So now we got to make up stuff. Your faith. Release your faith. If I, got, I don't ever want to have to release my faith. I just want to believe. I don't want to hold back. Releasing means I'm holding it back. I'm on to love because, oh, oh, my faith worked by love. love. Hold back your love, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, come on, let's read this now. Let's establish something here. There are friends. There are friends. That's plural. See, it's just <laughs> we, we don't understand what friendship is, so I'm going to help you. And remember, he said, you're no longer my servant. You are now my friend. Oh, so friend is real important. Friendship is real important. I don't tell my secrets and my, my treasures to uh, an acquaintance or a slave. I, I, I share these with my friend. Okay. All right. Come on. 
There are friends who destroy each other. Okay, hold up. There are friends okay. who destroy one another. You don't understand what friendship is then. I told you there's two types. There's two trees. <laughs> it's still two trees. <laughs> Read the book of Revelation. You're going to see the tree of life still there in the midst of the garden. It's still there. It's still two trees. Yeah. Come on. But then, hold on. Hold on. What, there's a comma there again, right? Come on. Help the people out. Commas being paused. Don't move on yet. Do, do, do an audit. Do an audit. Don't move on. Who destroy each other. Mm. We just read. We, it's like you don't need 20 scriptures. You need one scripture. Get you, then you need another one to you know, verify that it's right. So that's what we're doing right now. Okay. No word, no one word stands on itself. The word interpret itself. It don't need you. It interprets itself. Amen? Amen. All right. Come on. But a real friend. Oh, a real friend. <laughs> Come on. Sticks closer than a brother. Than family. Wow. Than blood. That's what it's saying. A real friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Minister, read it in its totality. There are friends who destroy each other. But a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Who could find one? Listen to that. Friends is plural, but a real friend is singular. Doesn't mean that there's only one. It means that the ten that are around you are one. Y'all missing it. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. He'll give you exactly what you need. But all by getting, getting understanding. You can be a friend, and you can be a friend. But we're going to teach y'all what friendship is. One, Okay, so y'all, to the same person. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all learning something? Am I helping anybody? Young people, you need to know this too. Stop being so gullible. Because everybody ain't your friend. You don't know how to choose. I'm going to help you how to choose. All right. Mm -hmm. That's right. You sh I am in my call. You suppose that's what a shepherd does. He guides you. He leads you. You're off the path. Come on. Let me, let me, let me get you back on here. I tell people all the time. The shepherd... Should smell just like the sheep because he been with them. That's real important to know. How you gonna be a shepherd and you ain't with the sheep? How you gonna be a shepherd and you can't call them? Don't abuse them, but you can call them. Hey, Pastor, you know I'm, 
you know, I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking about having an orange maybe. Or maybe an apple. I don't know. What you think? See, that's wasting my time. That's wasting my time. That's wasting my time. I can't, you, you done pulled me off. You'd be amazed sometimes what people do. Y'all hear me? You'll be amazed what people do. Y'all think I'm making stuff up? I'm not making stuff up. You should have asked me, what book did you read? Should I read this book? Mm, mm, mm. Or have, how come I can't pray? Okay. Hmm. All right. But a real friend sticks closer than a brother. You know your family turned on you. I told you. I gave you all the... I gave you all the thing last week with um, my friend Andrew that I'm witness to in the back, man, and sitting right in here. You come in here, you're going to get it, man. You're going to witness to you. And as soon as he got saved, he said, my parents and my family don't speak to me now. You just picked up your cross now. Now what you stood for now, you got light on you. Now every time you come around, they can't stand the light because what's in your heart, you can't help but speak it. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. They said enough of that one, Pastor. Proverbs 17, 17. Let's work the word for a minute. Okay. It is working. 17, 17. It so reads, a friend is always loyal. And a brother is born to help in a time of need. Ooh, I'm going to tear this one up in my teaching. I was taking my time because we ain't got that much long ago. I'm just, getting, I'm just getting y'all. I'm just getting you. We got next week. God willing, right? All right. Don't miss out. Got to get this. Amen. Read that again. A friend <laughs> is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. need. Wow. So a friend isn't always, I'm feeling something. What's up? My uncle was like, that's my oh. dad's brother. Oh, y'all got to leave. Okay. Look at family. Amen. How y'all doing? Oh, man. Amen. That's all right. That's all right, man of God. That's all right. Oh, I love you. Love you, too. Thank you. Come back and visit us, all right? Amen. She said they'll be back. I'll be waiting. <laughs> Glory to God. Family. I love me talking about family, too. God is good. Family, family. Woo. God give us natural families. But then when we get saved, he just put that super on that natural family. Now we're going in divinity. I mean, it lasts forever. That's what he's trying to get us to be. He's trying to get us to be like that. Ain't that, ain't that right? Mm -mm -mm. I like that. My God. That's family. It ain't no. 
God, the word getting out, y'all. Family. Family. And this, this family come from a whole line of bishops and all this stuff. Amen. I just had to get in. All right. Where were we at? Proverbs 17, 17. Come on. Let's read this again, y'all. A friend is always loyal. And a brother. Uh-uh, you read it too fast again. What's that, what's that right there? Come on. Stop right there. It's called all in my teeth. A friend is what? Sometimes. Always. Always means what? Always. At no time you're not. Y'all see what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to establish, are you a friend? Show you that in the scripture too. Mm-hmm. Okay, your parents, listen, I'm, I'm sorry, kids and parents, I'm not your friend. We're not friends. I'm your parent. Now, we can have a loving relationship, but we're not friends. Okay, I just want to help y'all. He's my, he's my best friend. No, that's not. Because I'm going to show you what a friend is. Okay. <laughs> Woo. All right. Let's go to Proverbs. 27.6. Anyway. You ready? Proverbs chapter 27 at verse 6. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Man, I just want to drop the book on that one. Ryan, that's good right there, ain't it? Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Minister, now listen to this. There is only a period. Take the whole thing in. Take the whole thing in. Come on, read again, minister. Wounds from a sincere friend. Wounds from a sincere friend. Wounds. Yolanda, wounds. <laughs> Hold on. I can't even get to sincere yet. Sincere? You mean somebody who really cares? That stuck it to me? Hold on. It says, it don't say presence. It don't say gifts and presence. It don't say gifts and presents, do it. Freedom. It don't say gifts and presents. It said wounds. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on, no, the word is funny, man. The word is funny. The word begins <laughs> where Jesus is like, they ask Jesus a question. Jesus said, well, how about you answer this first? <laughs> man, well, the word is funny, man. Okay. Woo. Wounds from my sincere friend. It says them wounds are better. 
than many kisses from the people who say they love you. Supposed to be your friend. It's all right. See, I told you we don't know how to be friends. And we don't know how to receive a friend. Because we don't know what a friend is. And then we don't know what a friend is. How can we going to function as a friend? My God, we are the most offended people. You don't understand. I love you. Okay. Woo. Then many kisses from an enemy. You got to be careful when people always tell you, you're right. That's what an entourage do. Mm-hmm. Y'all seen it. No, they're wrong. Yeah, you're right. You ain't my friend. Yep, so they can live right off you. Okay, praise the Lord. Okay, can we go another one? Let's go Proverbs 19.4. I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to get it to you. You know. You ready? It, I'm telling you, I'm not in the teaching yet. I mean, I'm in just, just to kind of get you your appetite. I ain't, I ain't went nowhere yet. Okay, y'all ready? Okay, ready? That's like when we need a camp meeting. Come back. <laughs> we need a camp meeting. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready? You got it? Proverbs chapter 19 at verse 4. Mm, here we go. Wealth makes many friends. Mm, look at all that. Hold on. Look at all that quotation. Come, come on. Look at that. Come on. <laughs> Poverty drives them all away. Woo, they were never your friends. They were friend of your money. And what you could do for them. But poverty. Mm, they scatter. All right. Uh, they said that's enough on that one, Pastor. Proverbs 22. This show live. So live. That's what every man need to read. Young men in here, you need to read Proverbs. Stay in Proverbs. Hello? Young men, you need to stay in Proverbs. It's going to help you out a lot. Help you not make so many mistakes. All right. Proverbs 22, 24. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 24. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. Boom. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You want me to go there, huh? Look at that. I got, I got help up here. I got help up here. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, this is a good one right here. I need everybody to look up. Don't be drawn. Don't be writing. Nothing. Look up. Look up. Don't be Googling. Don't be doing nothing. Look up. Hmm. This is for my young women, too. Listen to this scripture. Read. Don't befriend angry people or associate 
with hot-tempered people. <sighs> now, why would he say this? Now, why would he say this? Huh? I'm the wisest man ever. But he cute, Pastor. He cute. He tall. He got green eyes. He light skin. He wasn't angry with me. His eyes is hazel. What do you mean? He's angry. And you're associating yourself with him. Next thing you know, you find yourself walking out of aisle with him. This is one scripture. I just want to stop for about half an hour. Just look at you. Shake my head. (laughs) I'm trying to say, I'm trying. Babe, I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to give you some good wisdom. So you'd be like, "Mm mm-mm, I once heard. That I'm not too, mm-mm, you too mean. You are too mean. Cute, but you're mean. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, Lord. Either his father was or his mother was. Mm-hmm. Should be no mistakes for the young people in here. And if you're an angry man, you need to change it now. I told you, reap. Right. See, in that angry man, you know what he do? He find a woman that's soft. You'll find, you'll find, and you know, this work both ways. You can be an angry woman, too. Hello. You'll be an angry woman, too. Same principle, same work. It still works. Don't befriend. Don't befriend angry people or even associate with them. Don't go to lunch. This is a warning, but you don't care. Oh, I just, this whole teaching, it's so, it's so much. It's going to be veil after veil if I can keep going, Okay. Oh, I heard read 25, too. Read 25 on this. The people is rolling with the pastor now. All right. <laughs> Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. Mm. Verse 25. Or you will learn to be like them. I told y'all that. And endanger your soul. Oh. Oh. I told y'all that. But we go about this. Because you become just like them. You be lying for them. Mm, mm. They just want a man. Any man, yeah, yeah. 
but don't connect with them. You see what need to be prayed for. The scripture don't lie. Because you will become just like him. Now imagine coming just like him with your personality. You know, all with your flaws. Now you got that one taken in. So you be careful who you're sleeping with. Okay. You want me to go there? Teaching my grandbabies and how to select. Let nobody just come in your life. Qualify. He got to be qualified. You won't. You ain't gonna make. You gonna be all right. You too, Justice. Mm-hmm. What I'm teaching you is that what well, I found out that we don't know how to build relationships or friendships. Mm-mm. No, we don't. Is the word getting back there in the back too? Yeah. I need to get back there in the back. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. You need to be able to identify three levels of friendship. Don't wait for people to come to you. Uh-oh. Go to them. I'll show you this. <laughs> Y'all know this, and I didn't get to the other one about that. I will get to it about you have to show yourself friendly. Yeah, but you don't know what a friend is, so how you gonna do that? How you gonna do that? Okay. Y'all remember the woman at the well with Jesus? Jesus went to her. Give me a drink. When he asked her that, and the following of that conversation, guess what happened? Because he spoke to her, and he didn't wait for her to ask, do you want some water? I'm a Samaritan. I can't talk to you. Do you want some water? He went to her. It didn't matter what they weren't supposed to talk. He's the word. By him talking to her and her hearing what she needed to hear, not only did she get saved, but her whole village because he went to her. He showed himself friendly. You won't go. I told you I did with Andrew. I showed myself friendly. And it took a little time. You know, we we were acquaintances at first, you know. And then our conversation changed. I got to know who he was. I didn't talk. I let him talk. He liked to talk. I like to listen to him so I can hear what, where I need to go. He had no idea what was in front of him. Same thing with you. They should have no idea what's about to happen to you because of who I am. See, we don't, that's not our approach. We got to have that approach. It works for teenagers, too. That's right. You don't have to bow to all the craziness in your classroom. Uh, all right. Okay. But some parents would have at least clapped on that one. Or some that had kids. Say that. All right. You know, because your character is who you really are when you're around your friends. You ain't the same around your friends and around my house. No, you're not. You quiet in here. 
You are not quiet at, at school. <laughs> y'all, okay, y'all want to play tricks with the pastor? Nah, nah, nah. Just talking all over the place. You can just see what they are. They, that's who you really are is when you, the, you know, parental guidance is not around you. That's who you really are. Because you come here, you put a mask on. Go home, you're different. It's a different relationship. Why is it so hard to love each other? Why is it so hard to obey? Why is it so hard to be obedient? Because you were never my friend at first. We were never friends. Husband and wife don't even know, who are you? I didn't know that. We weren't friends then. We didn't spend enough time talking, connecting. We went straight for the flesh. Repercussions. Mm. It is quiet here on this one. It is. It is. That's why teaching is important. This is going to help you better your life and the people that you are supposed to be in contact with. Yeah? But it start at home. It start at home. Okay, all right, she hadn't gotten up yet, so I'm about done for today. But um, can I just give you this right here? Um, okay, um, it's a lot. We're going to follow through this thing. Um, go to Hebrews 3. We're going to... I'm going to just cover this one, then we're going to end it. Hebrews 13, excuse me, 13.2. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 2. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Hmm. So now that establish the angels do have bodies. That's not a demon. Now, what kind of angel? See, now, now you need some discernment. All right. Remember that person you refused to speak to? <laughs> Could have been just that person God sent to you. He knows all things. You know that person you just had a little art with? Maybe, just maybe, God sent that person to you or placed you in front of that person. <laughs> Anything that you're going to do, change inwardly or outwardly, however, has to be spoken to you. Whether you just heard it, it had to be spoken. Whether someone said it, it had to be spoken. You're going to get a promotion. It had to be spoken. Right. <laughs> okay. 
be careful. That person could actually have your next job in their mouth. Next contract in, your, in their mouth. They may know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Mm. Your future husband or wife, they might know them. Not them, but they might know who it is. Should always have a nice countenance. You don't know what people really see and need. You can't do that if you're selfish and self-centered. Because you're not worried about other people and how God can use you. He said, men for thee, people for their life. That means that you are a person for someone's life. And that means that somebody is a person for your life. It works both ways. But we don't know who we are, so it can't work on my behalf. I don't realize I'm supposed to be a person for you. Because I don't know who I am. Because what you need is in here. Okay. All right. Your healing might be in somebody's mouth. It has to be spoken. Okay. But you won't show yourself friendly. They didn't speak to me. You didn't speak to them. That's not showing yourself friendly. That's love seeking to be loved. Mm, Jesus went to her. Give me some water. <laughs> Which was she needed to take of him because he is the real water, right? Water of life. <sighs> An acquaintance is not a friend. You just meet somebody, you think they're your friend, didn't it? An acquaintance is not your friend. You need to know the difference between the two. Most of the time, you're running. <laughs> Most of the time, we run from taking the test. <laughs> you know, the one that God has really sent us to bless us. How come is the, that's the one that we can't stand? Would it make me just, mm. he think he all that or she thinks she all that. You realize who I am? So you got to be careful when you have those funny feelings about people, not knowing that that's the person for you. See, but he takes that indication and make it negative when it's supposed to be positive. See there? You know why he does that? Because he only can come up with what's in but what you need is in someone else. What you need is in someone else. And what they need is in you. But you don't know who you are, so you can't help them. You can't be a friend to them. Okay, I'm going to have to end right here. We'll get into it in the following couple of weeks. Oh, Jesus, I got quite a few. Teacher? Come on, man. This is the cute part of me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. This is the part I love. And no man has hated himself. himself. We are one. I love me some me. <laughs> I love me some me. You all are really Woo! beautiful today. I'm looking out at you and...
we often take relationships for granted. We take even humanity for granted and the richness of what God has given us. I, I'm very thankful. My greatest satisfaction is people and is developing people. This is, this is what helps me to continue to be sustained. Because anything, that's my temptation. My temptation is people. And temptation is not always or a negative word. Because temptation is or involves satisfaction. I'm satisfied. My temptation is full, is filled when I'm developing people, when I see them growing. A friend, Pastor, this is one of the most, see, we take, we take so many things lightly, and it creates such a disadvantage in our lives for our growth, because we, we take just about everything too light. Temptation is to hold. You should definitely know what a friend is before you enter into a relationship with a person. Because many of us, many of us have entered into relationship not knowing what a friend is. Which means that there is, there has been things been pulled and drawn out of you a value, a value into someone that it didn't supposed to go into. Many times we, and I won't be long before you, um, I, I've never said I, first of all, been divorced twice because I didn't know what a friend was. I didn't know what a friend was. Not only that, I wasn't married to Christ. Again, I didn't know what a friend was. Come on, come, free to you hear me. I, I didn't see. I wasn't married. See, that's another main issue. We were not married to Christ, and and He is the friend. And before Pastor and I got married, I I had to say to him, 
I have to marry Christ first. Because, you're, again, I, I need to know, I need to encounter, I need to engage with a friend. I need someone to be able to love me beyond my imperfections. I, I need a friend. Oh, y'all not. Mm-mm. I need someone to know how I'm feeling before I speak. I need a friend. I need someone who set me straight in an order. I need a friend. I need someone who's going to say what is necessary. Even though it wounds me deeply because I need a friend. I told someone in my life who was trying to be my friend that the friend you're looking for is the friend of the world. And that's not a friend. I said, I have to have a divine friend. See, the friend that we think about is that the you like what I like, we hang out, or maybe you don't like what I like, and we do things together. We have conversation, we laugh, but there is no growth. There's no impartation. There is no enrichment. That's not a friend. You are an associate. So when I decided, and temptation is choice, so I was tempted to satisfy my choice of choosing Christ as my friend. I'm going to give you the other side of temptation. <laughs> so when I married Christ, I married my friend. And so when I saw Pastor Rod, which was not Pastor Rod at the time, and even though he was not saved, I could still see my friend. I could see, I could see what God had already called for my life. And I could see the once I saw the character, even of the natural man. And I saw the discipline from my original friend that drove him to the cross. And this natural man possessed a discipline that I knew if I could get him to see the need for salvation and the great urgency for that, oh, you could come in this covenant of divine friends. Knowing now the purpose of why we stand together as friends. We have an assignment. We have a mission. We have a greatness to accomplish in the kingdom of God in our life and to infect other people. 
You're nothing or nobody. You're not doing anything until you infect someone with greatness. Until you, see, I have this thing about me that where I'm going, when you're doing something great, if you love the person, you want them to experience the journey of greatness with you. I said this to Frida. See, she didn't know years back. How long have we been working together, Frida? Since 2008. See, initially she didn't understand why, and she didn't know I was pursuing her. I was pursuing her purpose that's inside of her. You see me looking at Janeka. I was pursuing the purpose that's inside of her. See, but sometimes we, we have people around us and then our own idea in the way that we're going because you're on autopilot so much that you may, you often will miss who is this person and why is he or she in my life? And why does she keep periodically coming to me and questioning, Freedom, what, what are you doing? What do you want to do? Nagging you, <laughs> nagging you about greatness. We're going to get there, Freedom. I said, I'm here for you. Amen. See, and even in my silence, at some point, I was still pursuing her. This thing is deep, Brian. Is that we are fisher of men. It's not just unto salvation, but it's unto your purpose. It's unto your purpose and your door. See, the thing that has to happen with us is, is in someone else. And I knew that. I said, it's something. It wasn't about me boasting, but it was something in me. I just felt I had to impute it inside of her. See, see, you got to love people just that deep. It was the same thing with T. You know, you can't fall apart. It's too much greatness inside of you. Come here. <laughs> Let's reason. Let's get you refocused to see God as he really is. And who you really are. But when you marry your friend, it's not a challenge. It's a privilege. It's a blissness. It's a, it's a, it's a mind-blowing thing. I, Today, I woke up, and I was telling T and, and Brandy, I said, when I opened my, my door, I said, I just feel like we're going to break through some darkness today. Yeah. My prayer is that we don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable where you're at. Because you have some 
you have some place to be. Don't get comfortable, baby girl. You have somewhere great that you have to be. Your situation is not going to dictate to you where you're going.